You are listening to Deeply Connected. I'm your host, Ludmiwa Woodruff, and I am here to help you heal relationship patterns with yourself and others so you can create conscious relationships through connection and authentic love. Now, let's focus on getting you deeply connected to yourself and those around you. Welcome to Deeply Connected with Ludmila Woodruff, me. And today we are talking about boundaries, how to become a boundary boss. So what are boundaries? Because we hear boundaries here, boundaries there. What does that even mean? Well, simply it means having the ability to communicate your values, your non-negotiables, your limitations, your preferences, everything that supports you in feeling just amazing in your own life. And so many of us have no clue how to set boundaries. And boundaries also are not a punishment. They're also not something to use to get something out of the other person. Boundaries are for you. So you learn what you love, what you prefer, what your limitations are in every aspect of your life. And then you are in agreement of how do I communicate what is a hard yes and what is a hard no for me? Well, why a lot of women struggle with boundaries, not only women, men as well, but women have been taught, as I already mentioned before, how to be the good girl. Do you know any good girls? Mm. Act this way, dress this way and speak this way and you'll receive love and acceptance. So we've been trained to be good girls really, really, and we do it really well. When we become adults, we are trying to navigate relationships and we find ourselves kind of disengaged. What is happening? I have everything I ever wished for can be your option. That was mine, but I'm still feeling like that's it. Is this it or depleted or depressed? And the missing element is boundaries, because when you know how to express what you really desire and need and what is a hard no, you can create more space for anything else that you desire. Why are boundaries really uh, difficult to communicate? right? For, for so many of you. It is because if you haven't seen your parents really negotiating boundaries or negotiating agreements within the relationship, you have not been modeled how to do that. And so we need to understand that every relationship dynamic is a negotiation. What does that mean? It's not negotiation of, if you don't do this, I will leave, but it's a negotiation of, for example, for me, it was, I need more support with the kids. What are the ways that you can be there for me so I can take a break and really take care of myself? And for me, it started with going to the gym at some point because I literally had no boundaries. I was always available. We had a first son when I was living in California. Now we are in Florida. And I thought, this is how I was raised, that I always have to be available as a mother. So no time for me because my child needs me. And what ended up happening was that I was so unsatisfied in my own life because I literally put all my needs on hold. I felt I need to support my husband in his career and do whatever it takes to support him and also be raising a child in a new place where I didn't know a lot of people. So my first kind of encounter with boundaries before motherhood was in my dating and 
Unconsciously, I didn't realize that I was setting boundaries, but that's what I did. I also raised my standard. But when I became a mother, it became very clear to me that um, there is something missing. And I didn't know how to name it because I had no idea of boundaries. I'm from Eastern Europe. Everybody's in your business. You overshare or you don't overshare at all. So there is kind of no in between. And the healthy boundary setting skill I haven't noticed around anyone growing up. Even till today, I love my mother dearly, but when she calls me, she literally tells me what to do. <laughs> and I and I smile because I know this is her way of loving and being with me. And even though I can express to her, mom, I love you, but you know, this is, I, I'm an adult and can we change a conversation? She's still having her time sometimes. So understanding that this is so ingrained in us that we, need to just take in other people's opinions and make sure everybody's happy, that setting boundaries is very new to, to, to many of us. And it takes kind of a muscle to learn how to do that over and over and over again without feeling of shame or without feeling of guilt, because that comes with it as well. I remember going first time to the gym, telling my husband, I'm going to take care of myself. And he was so happy, let me tell you. <laughs> he was like, yes, go and do what you need for yourself. But when I told my five-year-old son, I'm going to work out, he was almost crying. But by the way, he was in his room playing with Legos. So his world was not shattered. But my own psyche and my own commitment to what it means to be a great mother looked like be always available to the needs of my children. So my expectations, my limitations, my uh, preferences, my values were all all over the place in that season of my life. As we navigate boundaries, we need to just recognize, okay, this is not something I've been taught to do. It's very uncomfortable for me to just express myself because that comes with, you know, being a boundary boss. How do I really use my voice? How do I really express myself instead of walking on eggshells, pretending that I'm okay with whatever is happening, I'm going to call it out. We kind of become manipulators. I don't show up as myself, meaning I don't express myself and I do for you. And then I expect from you to love me and also recognize me. And if that doesn't go my way and you have more demands of me, I will become very angry because I've been giving so much already. So we manipulate through, you know, not using our voice. We want people to see us in a certain way. We are afraid to be abandoned while we constantly abandon ourselves in the process of lack of boundaries. In a marriage or in dating or in any kind of a relationship, if you try to express your preferences or even have a conversation where both of you can still disagree but you are able to hold space for different opinions. And if you think that with your opinion, your partner, your friend, your parent will almost shut you down or dismiss you or threaten the relationship, well, then the question is, is this relationship really worth my time of exploring and growing with and through? Because if you keep showing up, not expressing yourself, then we are not really having a conscious relationship or even open relationships because I don't even know you. And so the moment you express yourself and you are being shut, being shut down and the other person is dismissing you and tries to push their opinion on you, well, there is the moment to say, I hear you, I really value you, and I am really learning here how to stand up for myself and how to express myself. So we can disagree, but I still want this for both of us to be respectful. And it takes a lot of gut 
it takes a lot of practice. But when you master with time the boundary setting skill, I will tell you, you will, you will have so much freedom in your life. Just so much freedom in being authentically you, however that looks like and what it means for you. I want you to look in, at your life and notice where do you keep saying yes to where you literally feel like it's a no for you where in your life in your relationship with your husband in your dating do you say yes to for example i had some of my single clients go out on dates and because they are coaching with me they already have learned how to say no but those are the experiences that they are sharing for example i'm on a date and a man wants to give me a hug or he wants to touch my hair. It's just our first date. And I feel uncomfortable. And when my client expressed, um, I don't think this is this is something I want to be doing. I don't, I don't want you to touch my hair. A man said, replied, well, don't be one of those women who is constantly in her head. Do you see how manipulative it is, the, this response? And if she wouldn't practice boundaries, she would felt, she would feel almost 100% sure, she would feel like she... Oh, I don't want to be difficult. Oh, I don't want to feel like I'm causing issues here. So just let me go with it. And that's a small example of where we lack this ability and confidence in saying no. But because she has been practicing setting boundaries and speaking up for herself, she completely refused and she left the date. She said, you know, um, I don't think we are a match. I really don't want to feel like I have to do something I'm uncomfortable with. That takes a lot of inner power to express. In relationships, you can see yourself having very rigid boundaries or porous boundaries, meaning like it's not that they're weak or hard. It means I am very strict and I will have boundaries um, implemented immediately. And I will give an example. And porous boundaries is like when you're almost boundaryless, like everything goes, like you are always available. Whoever needs you, you know, oh, my kids need me. I am there. My husband needs me. I am there. My friends need me. I have nothing better to do, but just be available to everybody else. Oh, I will agree to bake the cookies for the school while I'm literally uh, drowning in my own work, right? Those are just the examples. When you have rigid boundaries, it can look like somebody makes a mistake, they recognize and they apologize, but you already cut them out. You decided, oh, they did it one time. It means they're a horrible person. They don't respect me. It's very hard for you to really acknowledge that people are, you know, human and acknowledge and forgive and understand that we all make mistakes. If somebody is late to a meeting or they said they're going to do something for you and they forgot and they sincerely apologize, how are you able to forgive? How are you able to still have a relationship with that person without just cutting them off? Of course, if, you know, if it's not something really important or something that really is damaging to your life. So where are you on a spectrum of boundary setting? Both of those examples are kind of um, on a spectrum, let's say. <laughs> we want you to be able to recognize, oh, I need some time to think about this. This is a no for me, express it, and already be sure that the person will get upset. You already know that if you start changing uh, your own patterns and how you engage with people, people will get upset. People got used to you being in a specific way, and now you are trying to change the dynamic of course, they will have all kinds of feelings. They will be frustrated, they will be hurt, they will be disappointed. But the part of it is, it's okay. Let them be disappointed, be okay with the discomfort that they are experiencing because it's up to them to process that. 
and then keep focusing on why am I setting those boundaries? Why am I expressing myself? And I see so many women really taking their power back just by being clear on their boundaries, right? So you always have a right to express your opinion in a way that is appropriate. Yeah. I don't say go and scream on the streets. Like if that's what you choose to do, it's up to you. But what I mean is always in a relationship, a safe relationship, it requires honesty to some point. And there is a difference between which honesty we share and not, but it requires you to be transparent. If you see um, a way where your partner is doing something with the kids that doesn't sit with you, it's not that you have to criticize him, but you can have an opinion and a conversation and ask for, can we maybe navigate that and negotiate how we do it together? If you are dating, again, from my client's examples, I have a client and she said, I don't want to drive anywhere. If a guy asks me out, I want him to come my way for the first few days because I want to be really courted. This is important to me. I'm kind of traditional in that way. I said, perfect. And then a man on an app reaches out and he tells her, let's meet halfway. <laughs> and her six months ago, she would just go halfway. And now her response is, you know what? Thank you for this proposal but I would really love if, if a man comes out my way. It would be, I'm kind of traditional and I would love for a man to make the effort and come, you know, and court me and come my way. And a right type of a man will reply, I completely understand, this is not a problem. I'm more than happy to come and see you. But this person replied, well, you are not flexible and I can see how difficult it would be for like to even, you know, engage with you. And so, you see, different type of people will have different response to you setting boundaries, and it's okay. Some people will be respectful, some people will need time to adjust themselves, some people will be flat out angry or manipulative or disrespectful. And it is up to you to learn how to accept that discomfort and how to also accept and understand that we are all capable as adults, not as children, but as adults we are capable of really addressing our own emotions and our own reactions. And so for my client, it was such a huge win because she used to be a huge people pleaser and she used to do everything for everyone. Whatever the man needed, she would jump. And so her saying, no, I would want for you to come out and then him being manipulative in his response because that's a really, you know, judgment of her character. He said, you must be so difficult and you are not flexible. We haven't even met. And this personal line already makes this statement about her. So for her to say, well, I really don't appreciate that that was really personal, the way you respond, so let's just not even try to come together, right? It's, it's really empowering. And the more you stand up for yourself, the more you know how to set boundaries appropriately, the less challenging it is, the more freeing it feels. You kind of win yourself and your life back. And I, I hear this often, wow, I had no idea that boundaries itself can do so much for me. Like, it's freedom. I don't feel like I own anyone. I don't feel like I have to do things because I'm expected to. I choose to do them because I want to, right? So an example of um, a boundary that you can have, but you might still choose to kind of remove it in some situations is, for example, you don't like football, let's say, and you say like, my boundary is I'm not going to any football games, I'm not doing any watching of the football games in my house, whatever that is for you. And then let's say one of your dear friends is a great football fan and she or he says, I would love for us to go to a game, 
right? And you're like, oh my God, like I hate football, let's say. But because you love your friend and you were invited, it means they want to share this experience with you. You are now in choice. Do I want to go because I feel like I have to and it's expected? Or do I choose to go because they're a dear friend of mine and I know it would be fun. I, I can do one game and I will be in their presence. So I will do it because it matters. The relationship matters. It is a very different um, approach to decision-making. When we think about relationships in general, right, about the way we are sexually, emotionally, mentally, uh, physically, spiritually, if you don't put some limits on how you choose to really lead your life and lead yourself, it becomes just pure chaos. And you live the life according to other people. Right? Like what I mentioned before, my husband and, and I, we used to go to all these birthday parties. And one day I looked at him and I said, you know, like, I appreciate that people invite us. I really do. And also, I don't connect to a lot of people when we go. Like, it's just great people, but we don't have much in common. And it's just every Saturday and it's like three, four hours. It's half of our day. I don't think this is what I really want myself to do. I don't know about you. And he agreed. And so we became very intentional about which parties we go to, which people we spend time with. And I'm at the place in my life, and I hope it for all of my clients, where I would rather spend time reading a book in my house than participating in any events or gatherings where there is an expectation of just agreeing to be there because that's what people think is appropriate. I also remember my mom always saying about our extended family, um, you need to call them, you need to call them. And I know why she's doing it and why she was doing it. So just notice your own parents, how they communicate. She would say, Ludmiwa, you can't just not call this cousin or that cousin. Like they are family, right? And it again comes with this guilt, almost like you are doing something wrong if you are not connecting more with them. And at that point in my life, I felt I love my family, but I also only have so much space for myself. And maybe later in life, we will, again, renegotiate um, the time and commitment in our relationship. But right now, I really literally need to choose myself because my cup is not full. I have, I have nothing to give. I cannot keep giving from an empty cup. What I say to women is always, listen, I will call you out with love so you can liberate yourself. So you can liberate yourself from all the ways that you kind of put yourself in a cage and in a prison of this mental expectations that um, you can see that you are carrying them all through all your relationships. Because if you do it in one relationship, most likely you will do it also in others. There can be a difference, I understand, but most likely it's the same pattern. So if you are, for example, uncomfortable with your own emotions, right? What I see with women is you will be very uncomfortable with negative emotions of your children. So you will try to always comfort them and distract them and do for them. And then if you see that in the relationship with your children, it will also show up in the relationship with your husband or your partner. Like immediate like negative emotion on their part it will make you feel like you are responsible and you need to be fixing it. So if you can release this type of um, expectations and um, responsibility and the, I'm the marcher and I'm the savior, if you can release that, you create so much freedom and space mentally, emotionally, sexually, spiritually, physically, like you gain like a new life. And when I look back to my 20s, 
like 20 to 27, I think. And I, and I think of myself and I realize, wow, I was doing so much. I was constantly in a doing mode, do, do, do. And it felt like it's never enough, but I also realized, wow, I was doing for others just to feel validated. And I was doing for others so I can belong. And I was doing for others so I am important and I have significance and people can recognize me. And if they do, then I finally feel like I belong and I know how to form healthy relationships. You know, at this stage of my life, as I'm, you know, being a mother for 11 years and married for 13, moving around countries and cultures, I see with every woman that there is some boundary skills lacking. Some of us need to learn a lot. Some of, some of us have just a little bit of learning to do, depending on the relationships we are engaging with. But all of us kind of share this unspoken understanding in our psyche that we need to make sure everybody around us uh, is doing well. And this is our job to make sure they do so. So as a woman, I truly encourage you to start saying no more bravely. And I understand if there was trauma and if saying no meant there is a physical threat to me, then you have to work for that with somebody who can really support you in feeling more safe in your body. Because I understand that I'm privileged living in this country in many ways because I'm not in a war zone. I'm not in a country where uh, women don't have any rights even though we are struggling with some aspects of that in some ways, but I'm in a position where saying no for me can be so much safer um, physically um, than for many of you. But for those of you who do have this privilege, I want you to really recognize where am I saying, not saying no, because I'm just afraid of rejection and abandonment, not because I'm really, I'm scared for my life because that's a big difference. When you want to really have deep connections, you cannot keep abandoning yourself over and over and over again, because nobody is really connecting and taking care of that version of you that is being forgotten, put in a corner and without your voice out in the world. Even if it might feel scary in your, in your marriage right now, in your relationship, and if it's a new skill, just give it a go. And I give my clients a challenge to start saying no every single day to the smallest things. You can start with as simple things as you go to a restaurant and they ask you if you want coffee and, and you say, no, thank you. Or if you, you know, if you don't want sugar in it or whatever that is, or if you don't want the alcohol that's being proposed, just say, no, thank you. I am enjoying my, my night without alcohol tonight. And let me tell you, alcohol, sex, kids, relationships, what you know, what you are supposed to be doing in this proper way, there's a lot that can be negotiated for you. Because in a culture that is feeding of women being so disempowered in that way, I think we create amazing change and bring families together, bring marriages closer, make sure that women and men can have fulfilling relationships from single to connected. If we embrace the beauty and freedom of boundaries, for us all. May we all stay deeply connected to ourselves and those around us. Thank you so much for loving yourself enough to spend the time deep diving into what you need to feel, heal and connect again. My hope is that you are able to connect with yourself and others differently today. 
Please share this with other women in your life. It is time we share the wealth when it comes to connecting deeply with ourselves and those around us. Make sure to write a review on all your favorite listening platforms and join us on YouTube as well. You can always learn more about working with me at ludmiwawoodruff.com and I will see you next week. Thank you.